Alright, let's get going. So, welcome back to the podcast. Um, we've got a bit of a special one today. We have a special guest coming on. He is the uh, number three of the Polaris team. He's Newcastle's strongest man. He's also going to be starring in the next Marvel movie as uh, the Hulk. Ladies and gentlemen, Max. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me on, boys. Thank you. <laughs> How you been? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've been busted. Yeah. I'm busted, mate, but uh, I feel really good. That's yeah, good. I feel, feel really good. That yeah. fucking haircut, mate. You look fucking amazing. Yeah, it's sharp, bro. <laughs> You're looking very good. Yeah, it's a yeah, fresh salad. Yeah, it's fucking hell. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, check your uh, ego, uh, Check your ego, baby. Ooh, it's it's perfect right. timing. Ego is on. <laughs> and yeah, I am good to go. <laughs> and ego checked and uh, let me back in. Yep, it's back. <laughs> Here we go, baby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. We had a little ego check last week in the podcast and I... um been working on it so i have an alarm set at 12 o'clock to recheck my ego and make sure it's not coming to the surface all the time yep. yeah that's pretty good yep. yeah yeah so it's, it's, we've got to just Something i don't know really work I've, I've said i've said to him it's just like because like we're starting to go like that a little bit higher a little bit higher a little bit higher and it's very easy i can fucking say this for myself as well it's very easy just to have that ego side of yourself being like bringing it up and up and up and up mm. but if you let that ego Live twenty four seven. So yeah, that's so I'm proud of him to be able to look at himself and be like, yeah, I need like to I fucking check yeah. this. So that's good. Yeah. It's good. Uh, that is good. I found um, <coughs> during my powerlifting that the weight can really humble you and really check True. you out. You know, yeah. when you go lifting out there, especially you know. And, in gyms where people don't really have much of a um, much guidance, yeah, yeah, you know they'll push more than they really can, and yeah. that's where things can go really wrong. But yeah, you know, especially if you think you get you're flying too high to the sun, like Icarus, you know, especially with training, and yeah. then um, you know you get yourself under a weight when you're just not ready, then yeah, it can really humble you. Do you feel quick. as you were um, when you were younger, and then now doing powerlifting? Do you feel like you're definitely being humbled? Like when you first started, you're probably like, "Fuck, I've got to go as heavy as I can to fit in." Uh well, not really, because I uh, when I was training earlier, I was playing a lot of rugby. Yep. So um, fuck, I would yeah. have hated to play rugby again. <laughs> oh, bro, imagine that. That's a yeah. fucking rock coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Take the five points, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Here he comes. Like, <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> the, um, yeah, in the famous words of my dad, is like I was as wide as I was tall yeah. all the way through. Ever since I started playing, it's still footy. going. Yeah. Still yeah. Same thing. <laughs> same life different. motto. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm the same weight, but a completely different body comp. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's it's uh it's been pretty good, but yeah. Like, yep. I was training mostly for function of playing rugby, so, but you know, I've always loved the gym. And um, but yeah, like on the field as well, when you got guys who are really skilled footballers and guys who are playing, you know, high rep honors, yeah. they'd humble you and check you at training and things like that, especially yeah. games as well. You know, playing against some some of the you know current Wallabies and things like that, who just were in an element of their own. Mm. You know, you want you might get a little bit. Yeah, how you going? Like you want to swaz up. Yeah. Next thing you know, you've just been cleaned up by a guy <laughs> thirty kilos lighter than you. Yeah. Because he's just hit you in the right spot, and you're going, yeah, and stands over you. That's pretty embarrassing, but mm. you it's know, a good experience. It is. It's a great experience. Yeah. There, um, yeah, makes you better though. When yeah. You knock mm. down a few pegs. Yeah, I bet it does. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll get into it straight away. So yeah. I want you to tell just tell us a bit who you are, what you do, um, and where you're from. Oh yeah. Oh, my name's Maxwell Ronald Jones. Get that out of the way. Oh, say that one more time. That was a sick name. Say that one more time. Maxwell Ronald Jones. Oh, that's nice. We'll get it out, I like that. Yeah. 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 Um, grew up in, I uh, was born and grew up in Singleton yep. in New South Wales. Um, yeah, pretty small country town, but, you know, lots to do really at the time. Um, what do I do now? I uh, 
I am currently uh, working as a supervisor at OCE at Liddell Cole. That's closing up soon. Then I'll move over to Ravensworth and begin my journey there yep. as a supervisor. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a real good challenge for me. Um, sort of where I want to go in yep. my career. Um, other than that, what I like to do is lift heavy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lift heavy, heavy and just enjoy. You know, just enjoy time in nature, reading. You know, all the all the other stuff. You know, expanding the mind and, yep. the, and the spirit sort of thing but yeah definitely found my home sort of thing in uh with the Polaris boys yeah. yeah 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 it's kind of rekindled my love for a lot of things yeah definitely yeah. You, um it's definitely come a long way since I first met you on yeah. that Reggie connection day like it was powerful man seeing you come in and just such a big human being <laughs> be so vulnerable and open and yeah, yeah. thanks bro very good yeah I kind of found that um in a way like uh I'm not saying I'm <laughs> well, I'm not trying to be too arrogant, but, you know, you got that extreme masculine, hmm. especially what I do, like lifting heavy and powerlifting and things like that, but being vulnerable is a big thing. Like, you know, you can present as this uh, real strong, dominant, you know, intimidating figure, but you're really not. Like, you're just a, I'm just a bloody teddy bear. Yeah. Come and give me a cuddle. You are, I love man. Them. I love a big cuddle from you, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I am. Um, yeah, especially doing some of the facilitator work, you know, you kind of... You're trying to hold that space for guys to come up to you, like, you know. Yeah. Initially, they're like, oh, shoot, who's this guy? And then I'm like, how you going? Big smile, big grin, yeah. cheesy grin, you know. Um, Very yeah, outgoing. I just want to get to know them, see what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what's been some of your biggest takeaways since doing the shift and the reconnection days? Probably, uh, all the outcomes that we aimed for during the shift was for me to be at peace with you know, a breakup that I went through, yep. um, build the foundation to be the like the king or this this man that I know I can be, yeah. Um, and I feel I achieved them pretty like pretty well over the shift uh, course. Like it was what, like 12, 13 weeks, I think it was for us. Yeah, we extended well, a little bit. Yeah, 12, yeah. yeah. supposed to yeah. be ten, but yeah. um, like like everyone. We usually add on an extra couple of weeks because yeah. yeah. there's a lot of shit talking to start with, yeah. s- from my behalf especially. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we allow the extra two weeks for the content as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nah, it was. Um, it, yeah, it was. It was good. Like I kind of really sort of uh, threw myself into it 120. percent You know, I got put on you guys by Acacia, and um, yeah, best thing she's ever did. You know, sent me through the post, and I started following Jacob, and then he messaged me straight away, and I was like, oh, fuck, not one of these guys. Thinking like, oh, he's just right, right into it, like trying to. But you know, I don't know what it was. Something just triggered in me to go, no, just be open. Yep. Something just told me to be open, as open and honest and you can as you can. And from then on, I've tried to do that in a way, like always, just be open, honest, and fuck, man, it works. Like it gives you the you reap the uh, the benefits tenfold by being that, you know. So yeah, yeah, I just opened up and said, look, this is what happened to me, and I want to be better. I want to be a better man. I want to be somebody different well, because I know there's a potential inside me that I just haven't unlocked yet yeah. a lot of sort of <clears throat> you know deep sort of traumas that needed to be fixed and you know at least confronted and examined and uh, yeah I think that's what I got out of it like that's the biggest takeaway is you know being yeah. able to face face your shit as well, for a man like as a as a man like as a you know with that strong sort of 
energy, that face, like, you know, no, I'm here to confront what's in front of me. What is it? Be the buffalo, not the cow. Be the buffalo, That's baby. The one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's be him. the buffalo, run straight the buffalo into the storm, trick, bro. That was all I did, just run straight head first into it, going, let's do it. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was painful. It was hard. Yeah. But I'm on the other side, man, and I'm just like, what the fuck was that storm? Bring on the next one, eh? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was good. You definitely find a lot of growth when, I've said this a few times, when you go through something big. And when you can kind of, when you're so self-aware, you know, like, yeah, it's pretty shit at the moment, but you know it's always going to get better. And yeah. that's what I reckon you find the biggest growth is when you go through something so big, you're just like, oh, here we go. This is going to happen. What's going to happen next out of this? So, mm. yeah. yeah. It is right. You know, they knock you down as far as you think you th- you're going to go. And then before you know it, like, being a miner, you just keep going lower and lower. You just keep finding the coal, mate. You just keep going back, back, yeah. back, back, back. Yeah, you find real rock bottom. Mm. You know, and that's where I did. I probably had about three or four rock bottoms before I was like, nah, this is it. Yeah, this is it, mate. Like you think you're there? No, no, there's more coal down there, boy. Let's go. Keep uh-huh. going. Keep finding it. And then yep. yeah, then I finally hit bottom. I was like, righto, nah, this is hard floor. Let's go back up. Let's do it. Let's get out of the pit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what is like? You don't have to be as open as what you want to be. Um, like what's been some of your biggest struggles over the years? And then before starting with us, like what did you do to cope with them? And now having these new tools that you've learnt from mm. being in Plyos, have you implemented them? Yeah. Um, I've always, well, I kind of got confronted with it by my old man. He knows me more than anybody. Yep. You know, mm. he's known me since I've, geez, I was one or two, my stepfather. It's absolutely unreal. I was going to say, wouldn't your dad know you from the start? <laughs> no, no, <that's laughs> yeah, I was yeah. just thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's where it goes. And he, um, he sort of recognised me and said, you know, mate, like he came to me one day when I was really struggling and he's like, mate, you've struggled with depression for, like since you are a teenager. At the time, I didn't. I just said, oh, it's just normal sort of up and downs. You get a little bit sad, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, things happen, you're like, oh, fuck, you know, this is a little bit upsetting, but, you know, keep soldiering on, keep soldiering on. Um, it wasn't until I was at uni um, studying and I was playing rugby and my two best mates, Dom and Tyler, uh, flipped a golf cart on me at uh, Musselbrook Golf Course and snapped three ligaments in my left knee and shattered my right ankle. Oh, fuck. Being as tough as I am. Tough as nails. <laughs> I got up and walked, walked back to the cart, up, upped it. We pulled it upright, got back in the cart, and drove back to the to the golf by uh, the pro shop. And then I had to make the embarrassing phone call to Tony, my dad, <laughs> to say, "Hey, yeah, Max is hurt." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, and like when that happened, you know, I was training ten times a week. You know, like I had three um, field sessions, five gym sessions, you know, game days, recovery days. Like I was always active, and then. I was at uni as well, so stimulating my mind, you know, and that just stopped. It just stopped. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to have all the endorphins that were pumping around me just boop, just disappeared. Um, then I had to be faced with sitting in a wheelchair for eight weeks while I had the, the uh, n- ankle done first and the knee. Then I had complications from that. Yeah. You know, that was just, you, know, you just sit there and you, you're isolated. I had to go home back to Denman. I was living in Denman at the time. I had to go back there in isolation. You know, I was where with mum and dad. That was about it. You know, all my mates are back at uni partying on. You're seeing it on Facebook and Instagram, but they're mm. all enjoying their time. Mm. And I was stuck at home, hurt, like in pain, trying my best, like literally just wheeling myself from one room to the other just to do something, yep. eating my crumpets and smashing down endone. Like, it mm. was just, yeah, that's when things started to go. I like started to get real. Yeah, I started sitting with those feelings, like, this is pretty shit. And then when I went back down to uni, I was still sort of, still struggling to move around and things like that. But, you know... I was using my recovery as a little bit of a, um, like a training again. Like, and that's yeah. when the endorphins started again. But 
deep down, I think it, it triggered and unlocked this severe depression. And one night on my 21st, I got, well, we got, all got, I got written off pretty hard. And one of my mates was sitting across from me. Like, I don't remember it happening, but we were drinking rum. And I just started unloading, just saying, mate, like, I don't want to be here. I've got no purpose here. Like, mm. what the fuck? Like, I can't play anymore. Like, what's going on? Like, I didn't know I did it. And I woke up the next day and my housemate was just like, bro, you were saying some things last night that really scared him. Yeah, that's a good friend to have too. Like, 100%. To, like, come back the next day and say something. Because a lot of people push that shit aside. They're just like, yep. oh, just, mm. I'm not even going to face it. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, mm. I, I didn't really face it when I... When I heard it, I felt shame. Mm. Like, I felt really shameful. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe I said that. And, you know, put this bloke through the ringer. Like, mm. that's that's terrible. But I ignored it. Yeah. Yeah, I ignored that shit. So how like, old oh. were you then, sorry? How old? Yeah. I was 20, 21? Yep. Yeah, 21, 22. Nine years ago. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, you know, and pretty much I was drinking heavily. Um, when I did vacation work underground, every weekend that I was off, mm. I was smashing red wine and smoking cigars. Staying up till all, all hours of the night, listening to fucking depressing music. Yeah. Like, it was just, just wasn't in a good space, man. Like, mm. you know, I was trying to train again, but I was getting fat. Yeah. I wasn't really training properly. Um, yeah. Uh, well, during that time at uni, yeah, you know, I was close to an attempt. Yep. And that was pretty bad. Mm. I knew that was like, oh, fuck, I need to do something about this. Um, told my mate that I need to see somebody. Do you know somebody? He's like, yeah, I know a GP who can help you. Um, saw him once he said yeah you do have clinical depression do you want to go on medication I was like no I don't I had mates during my teenage years who were and they changed they changed a lot but it could just be them yeah. I don't know I, I just didn't want to do it I was like no no look I'll, I'll keep training and do the healthy options he said yeah oh, that's a good idea but then I brushed it to the side didn't worry about it then probably not until my mid to late 20s it started coming back a bit um, I started being a little bit more open about it and accepting it yeah but all I was doing was expressing to people. And not taking action. And yeah, not taking any action. Yeah. So, you know, I was relying on people who were close to me and those who know, know, like I got real close, you know, all these real close people I was unloading on. And um, although it helped me speak about it, not taking any action resulted in one day getting a bit of an ultimatum from someone. And, yeah. you know, that's when it's like, no, you need to do something. Mm-hmm. I was terrified to go to EAP, our employee and assistant uh, program, because I was afraid that, well, my, with my career projection, the way I want to go in my life and career, that the depression and suicidal thoughts would be seen as a weakness. And, oh, mm-hmm. shit, if the pressure gets to him, how can he lead a team and how can he lead a business? How can he lead all this? So it really terrified me to go to somebody. Um, but at the time, I was just like, nah you need to sort this shit out because you're about to lose someone yeah. that you want that you don't want to. Hmm. And I- All right, we interrupt this podcast for a massive, massive fucking sponsor. Thank you, Fitstop at Chelsea. Let's go. Uh, we're going to do a little ad read for him. Uh, Amanda and Emma are bringing the home of functional fitness to Chelsea. Fitstop is group functional fitness like you have never seen before. Fitstop is for every level, whether you are starting out, trying to get back into exercise, or you are looking to reach your potential, like everyone should be. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. They cater for everyone. Join the VIP list today, and the girls will give you a call with more information on a free community, um, boot camps, discounted memberships before opening, giveaways, and more information about Fitstop as well. So to join the VIP list, jump on and follow the girls at Fitstop underscore Charlestown on Instagram. 
We'll say it one more time at fitstop underscore Charlestown on Insta. Thank cool. You. Back on with the show. Um, so I did. I did all these things and I was like, yeah, I'm going to try and do this and this and this. You know, I sought uh, formal therapy like uh, with, a, with a psychologist. Um, <clears throat> well, before I saw a couple of psychiatrists, straight away they were just into the medication, blamed all these other things, you know, but didn't really get to the root of the problem, anything yep. like that. Well, when I saw this former psychologist, she was really good. And, you know, I said, well, there's a lot of things here that, you know, you need to start to confront. But I was more, well, more dealing with the there and now and what was affecting me there and now rather than the whole, like, the, what caused it all the way back. And then, you know, the one thing I was afraid of to, ha- like, to happen happened. Crowd crashed and that's when I saw you guys. Started coming with Polaris and that's when we really delved into the real, the real shit. Yep. It's like, you know, shift your reality. Like shifting the reality that's a whole thing called the shift <laughs> shifting your reality and, and it just that provided me with the tools and all these mechanisms to become like to deal with it like you know yeah you confront it acknowledge your feelings lean yep. into them that's exactly that's fine that's what you need to do but that all the external factors that are influencing and making you feel that way you can control them internally and how you respond to it yeah. and so the tools through the shift that I've learned <coughs> certainly had um you know, flip the switch in me and go, no, no, yeah, it hurts. This really hurts. And I feel like I've got nowhere to go but out. Mm. Yeah. And, I was like, and then you'd, after a while you sit there and fuck it, it was hard. it's hard sitting there looking in the abyss. It's mm. fucking hard, and, you know, looking in that dark spot and you're like, oh, I've got no way out. But then something just, you know, with those tools that I learned, man, just something pulled me back out and go, no, no, you've got something to live for, man. You yeah. are worthy. Mm. You know, you're loved. Yep. You've got people around you. You've people actually give a shit, you know. And like our boy Jordan Peterson says, you know, never underestimate the hole your absence will leave. Yeah, yeah. You know, those that that summation of words, fucking pull me through a lot. I've, I've heard you say that before, actually. Yeah. And you, and then we, I remember you saying, it, I was like, that's fucking a really good, yeah. really mm. good statement. Yeah, because yeah. really, you know, everyone. And then you know, he continues to say because everyone has something to offer. Yeah, definitely. Everyone does. Yeah, you know, and I I use that, you know, when I deal with anybody. That's where you give people the chance. Like, so I sort of think, oh, that's why I wear my heart on my sleeve, in a way. In the um, the <coughs> the Bible sort of Christian entity, love thy neighbour. You know, the love I I can love freely. I can give people a chance. And I, some people see that as a, what do they see it as a um, a detriment to your character or, or a mm. flaw. Mm. I see it as a gift, man. If you can freely love somebody, or give someone a chance, then, man, you can make a friend. You can make a friend or change their life. You could do something that to influence them. If I can make somebody smile and make somebody somebody's day a little bit better, then yeah. I've won. I've had yeah. a great day. You know, yeah. that makes me feel good to have someone else go, yeah, that was nice meeting him. Mm. Well, that was nice chatting Maxie today. Yeah, yeah good. Mm. Yeah. So if I can do that, that's a good purpose, you know, and then I can, I stay happy. You know, I've got tools to, you know, but like I say, like the, the, um, the tools to, the tools of self-love that I learned through Polaris, yeah, man, that's the biggest one. Knowing that you are worthy, yep. knowing that you do deserve the best because you are numero uno. Yeah, man, that's that's the biggest one. I remember the first day you rocked into the reconnection with that shirt on? Yeah. And I was like, that is such a cool shirt. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jack and Juice Powerlifting, <laughs> uh, apparel. Yeah, man, they do custom shirt, Max Powers, numero uno. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, it was good. <laughs> it's a good shirt. Yeah, so many people comment it too, though. It's like, did he get that shirt made for him? I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> yeah, I did. 100% yeah. you did. 100 yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. They do a good job, eh? They're, they're bloody. Yeah. So look yeah. them up. Look them up on Instagram. They're good. Um. So with like your mining and that as well, yes, has 
because I've both had such different experiences with working in the mining. Yeah. What has it been like with you through like? Because you've asked me like, what you want to know my experiences mm-hmm. from it as well, and I wanted to see what your experience has been with it, like with the mental side of it and like dealing with people and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So my sort of journey wasn't as um, wasn't as clear as most people. Like I wasn't as successful straight out of uni being on the graduate program. I missed out on that, but <clears throat> having a pretty decent work ethic, I was like, well, no, I'm not going to accept that. Like, just because I didn't get a graduate program straight as an engineer, um, I'm still going to work in the industry. And where I went was in shot firing. I was on a, on the bench, and then I was like, I had a goal, become a shot firer. So within a year, I did my qualification for that. Mm. Um, so from the get-go, I had been on the ground, in the thick of it, on the shit. So you kind of deal with everyone. Yeah. Like, you know, I was the bottom of the bottom, man. I was like, I was dipping holes and doing all the labour shit. So you kind of learn and you interact with everybody straight away. And you get hum- that, like I say, you get humble pretty quick as well if you think you know everything. Yeah. Like most engineers think they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and you know, yeah, we do. We know everything. Because our piece of paper tells it. Yeah. So it says, this is how you're supposed to do it, man. Yeah. So yeah, we, um, nah, I'll tell you about it. <laughs> Please don't suck. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um. Well, here's your regina- uh, resignation. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Send a uh, miss. That's right. Yeah, so like when I learned through that, like yeah, you know, you kind of get an experience from everybody that you know you're dealing with men. You're dealing with men who either do or don't deal with their issues sometimes. And yeah, when they come to work, some take it out on you. It really shows the guys that don't deal with <coughs> issue day, like when you're yeah. in a mining, because they just like they come in and there's like you've got your shirt rolled up a little bit too high, they're like, fucking take that down. Or yeah. your boots untied, they fucking give you a written warning, like yeah. all sorts of shit, man. Like you can really tell the difference mm. between someone who's in their emotion and who's just like yeah. out of it. I've been pretty fortunate that, you know, you know, I get chipped a couple of times for those things. Yeah. But, yeah, I've been, I've been with, I'm with a decent company, man. Glencore's pretty good, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been on the shot and then eventually getting into the office uh, as an as a drill and blast engineer and short-term planner and things like that. Um. Yeah, I, there wasn't really much around mental health at all mm. uh, or, or awareness. Like, you know, yeah, people like, oh, if you're struggling, there's, there's EAP, and yeah. it's kind of brushed over. If EAP were on site, you know, the, in, in our GCOMs or our monthly, uh, sorry, not monthly, uh, daily meetings, it's like, you know, they're here on site. Mm. Um, and then I think things started to get a little bit more, like with the RUK days and um, sort of, like, so when did I start? I started in the industry in 2000. And 2011, yeah, 2000, end of 20, 2011 to 2012 is when I started. So I've been in, what, 13 years. 10, 11 years yeah, yeah. now. You know, as a young fella from 18 to now. So it's um, certainly changed. Like, there is a, there is a, there's a change, but it, I don't feel it's still there. Yeah. I think it's, I um, it. I think we can do better. Yeah. Because um, a lot of men and, and women, I won't assume at all, people do not want to go and confront things, especially at work. And if you go through the formal channels at EAP, like, yeah, they're there and they do do a good job. Like, they do a good job. I, I went through it. I know they do a good job. Yeah. But that initial step to go and do it is tough mm. because of fear. Like, for, for me, it was fear of not being able to accept responsibility in a higher position. Someone who are going to manage people and manage their emotions and manage their mental health as well as their job performance. Um, that's tough, you know. Like, can he handle it? It's like, well, yeah, I can. Yeah, mm. I can. I know I certainly can. Mm. You know, especially with the facilitator thing, I'm learning something that no one like these other guys aren't. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, that's that's a gap, and I feel that's my purpose in a way. Like you know, in my own little in my own little head, in my own little uh, career goal, especially with the facilitator um, course. 
that me moving into the uh, supervisor role where I am going to start running a crew and, you know, they're going to be my, my crew, my, my people. Mm, you know, yeah. I'm going to take care of my people. Yeah. You know, yeah, we've got a business to run. We've got things to do, targets to hit and things like that. And ultimately we do it safely. Everyone's going home to their families. That's the, that's the key. You do a shift and everyone goes home to their families and they're happy, boom. Happy mind, happy happy life, mate. Like, yeah, definitely. You know, but uh, I need to be... You know, I feel the supervisors and maybe management need to do something like a facilitator course to be able to bring on people's stuff, like bring on their, their issues, handle it, process it, mm-hmm. be able to hold space for them, be a bit more compassionate than just through a procedure. Oh, yeah, you're feeling this. Go to HR with it. It's like, no, they're coming to you because they trust you. Yeah. They think you know everything. Yeah. You, know, you don't, but you, you th- they, th- they do. They, th- they do think they you know everything and you should be able to help them. Yeah. So when someone comes to you with an issue, you need to be able to deal with it properly. And if I can do it with some sort of compassion and love, you know, a little bit different to the formal process, yeah. that instills more trust in people. And, you know, but I think the f- on the flip side, yeah, we hold space and do all that the right way. But on the flip side, the supervisors need and management probably need to learn how to deal with it themselves rather than like you know figuring out yourself how to deal with it there should be something like that's where I think this purpose can come in like a my facilitator be able to bring that into the industry and be like hey these are techniques you can use to scrub all that stuff like physically scrub it off you and don't bring it home yeah you know don't bring those other people's thing like their their maps contaminating yours and bringing that home and taking it out on your family like inadvertently yeah, you know, I've had people tell me. Said you know, sometimes they go home and when they deal with their kids or their wife, or they talk to their wife, they'll turn around and go, "Don't you fucking supervise me, mate!" Like mm-hmm. they they know they know that you're in that mindset. So you know, there's just nothing. There's just that's a, that's a gap that we need to fix. Yeah, yeah. Because I've um, I've been on sites and stuff. I used to see like guys who would be pretty like an emotional state and just didn't know what they're doing. And like you see a supervisor be like, "What the fuck's wrong with this idiot?" Like look at him. Like fuck him off, send him out. I'm just like, mm. like go ask him what's wrong. I don't yep. just do that. That's why I hate being in that industry, mm. just because of all that toxicity around it all. And like, yep. when people do have those, like, and I've only just been aware of that in the last year. Of yep. I always knew like, I hated when people talk to people like shit, but I never knew myself like how to deal with it or whatever as well. Mm. So since doing all the stuff I've been doing, now when I see it happen, I'm just like, I'll I'll let them the supervisor do their shit and yep. speak to them like crap, and then I'll go up to them and then have a chat to them and then see what's actually going on. Then I'll go to the fucking supervisor and say, look. They're going through something at home. Yeah. Need to even have a chat to them properly and not like go off at them. That's but good, man. That, yeah. That's a good thing. And I, I feel if you know if you've got a supervisor doing that, he's not a very good supervisor. No, and like not many of them. Well, in the industry I've been in, I've haven't had many supervisors that actually give a fuck about your workers because mm. it starts on the bottom. Like we're the ones that make your money. Mm. So if you care about us, we'll care about you and do a good job. Where most of them just like mm. just turn up and they're just like fuck this. I don't want to fucking be here. Mm. That's all right, man. I, I work with a great bunch of supervisors. Yeah. And managers like where I'm at, they're they're really really good, and they do they do acknowledge that so there must be something going on at home. Well, that's the first thing. Oh, his performance is slipping. What's going on? The first mm-hmm. thing they ask, hey mate, you you know you are you fatigued or something going on? And they go, oh, yeah, I'm all good. So there's something going on at home, and sometimes they go, yeah, like I'm you know had a bust up with the missus or mm-hmm. you know the kids are driving me mad, things like that. But if, you know eventually, like, if they trust you enough, they will talk to you. Yeah. But you've got to be able to hold that space and show that you can be trusted. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I find that's yeah definitely like yeah, I've heard I've heard horror stories like that too from yeah. other people where you know guys get absolutely dressed down for but they're struggling themselves so mm-hmm. their job performance gets affected. But yeah, a big thing I liked you know on, on also a thing like some people 
love to come to work and that's their purpose. Like they come to work to kind of switch off and yeah. get away from that. You know, they come to work, switch it off, boom. So I sometimes feel, yeah, a, a, a knee-jerk reaction from supervisors or, or managers to um, pull that person off that bit of gear because they feel that they can't handle it. That could be more detrimental to that person than, you know, than you know, letting them run and all the rest of it. Like, I understand 100% that if it becomes a health and safety issue, like that's what I'm trained to do, yeah, you don't let them go up there. If you are genuinely concerned that their frame of mind mm. is going to affect their own and other people's health and safety, yep. that's it. You just you, you keep them up up top and you have a chat. Yep. You figure out what's going on. But if they're a, if they tell you, no, I'm good to go, man. Like I just need to get out there and start working, and I'll have I'll be fine. Just let me go out and work. Hundred percent. Like yeah, you know, obviously you got to use your judgment. Yeah. And sure. deem them okay. You can do little tests and things like that to make sure that's okay. Because yeah. that's true. If you if you pull, like I said, like for me, I was scared to get it get it sorted because I was scared that I wasn't. You know, they feel I can't perform. Fuck yeah, mm. I can perform in, in my role. I hope I do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, these if you pull someone off, you know, they're gonna feel like shit, and it's just gonna spiral. Mm. You know, their purpose is like they pride themselves on being a great digger operator or a loader or a truck driver. They fucking love it. This is yeah. what I do. I love this. Don't pull me off. Don't show. Don't lose faith in the person, and yeah. say your your mental health is causing you. You know you're not going to be a good worker because your mental health you're struggling. Bullshit. No. Yeah. If, if they honestly get a lot of purpose, a lot of benefit out of operating, and that gives them that. Yeah, it's great. Then but deal with it after. But yeah, it's it's a tricky one because you need to assess it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because some people will use that front of like, just get me out there work, and then when they get out there, you're still kind of monitoring them to make That's sure right. they're like not too heightened or like in a pretty bad emotional yeah, state. Yeah, in that high state. Yeah, that, yeah. Because I've that. seen a few guys being on high rises and stuff, and there's something like some pretty sketchy shit happening. Yeah, you're just like gonna watch them, and you're just like, fuck no, you're, right. you're off. And I feel for the guys, you know, they're driving around twelve and a half hours. You know, your mind's pretty. It's a pretty mundane task, so your thoughts do tend to go somewhere else. You know, especially when I did it it's like yeah, yeah, yeah you go elsewhere oh, yeah, fucking. and that's where that lapse in concentration can be when you go over a rim or over a high wall mm. or you don't see a car or another truck coming yeah you know and that's where things can go wrong yeah because we were up at uh, Wasserbrook at the start of the year and someone drove a night shift drove into the um, one of the big rum bins oh wow and um, they were just like bagging him out and I was like damn it ask him what, like, what's going on mm. and they're like nah like, no one's spoken to him yet and I was no. just like there's obviously something wrong like, he didn't just fucking mm. decide oh I'm just gonna yeah, fall yeah. asleep or like there's obviously got to be something going on. I yeah. find that yeah, I find that too. Like you know, it's probably an issue. But also Australia as a whole, we like to take the piss out of each other. Yeah, but definitely. and you can do that, but lovingly take the piss out of someone. Yeah, don't like if they're really struggling. Yeah, that that's probably where you need to kind of pull back and assess and go. Yeah, should I take the piss or should I? Yeah, have a bit of comfort here. Mm. Yeah, comfort first. Yeah, then a solution. Yeah, then take sure. the piss. <laughs> Well, yeah, always got to take the piss. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Just pick the time. Make that's sure it. they're in a position to be able to take the piss. Oh, first. yeah. Well, when people get bogged, there you go. There's your case of piss. Fuck, mate. Come on. Yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> Babbing me on a shift. Uh, three in a row. Yeah. Same shift, straight after the other. Like, oh, boys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I feel, you know, my purpose anyway, uh, coming out of the facilitating course and stuff like that, it's going to be, I want to, I don't want to save the world, but at least come up with some sort of system to bridge that gap, to bridge that gap that's there. Yep. You know, and I feel if I can keep progressing higher, then I might be able to have more influence in that in that space, especially dealing with um yeah mental health in these sort of industries where it's not as you know it's there, but it's not as more like look. And to be honest, the uh, the legislation's catching up as well. Yeah, let's just go. Let's go legal. <laughs> um, there is now psychosocial 
uh, risks that are identified in the legislation, which means every site now needs to have a psychosocial risk assessment done and need to identify these things. Yeah. So it's now being a legislated thing to look at. That's good. I just don't want it to be over-proceduralised and over-engineered because then, you know, if you get, like I say, you get given a transcript of how to deal with someone's mental health, that's not individual. Mm, that's yeah. not going to do shit. Well, yeah. I'm not a psychologist, but I mm. feel that that's not the way to do it. You can't say, this is what you need to do to get better. Mm. Like, no, it's all individual. Just yeah. like everyone's individual. Everyone's reality is different. You need to tailor it to the person, which would probably, you know, every side will adopt it in that way. Yeah. Probably. I think hopefully. it's slowly starting to get there. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Slow. It's Very slow. slow. <laughs> but, you know, if we really want to make a focus on it and, like, you know, make it a priority, which, you know, people are trying to do with awareness and, you know, the AAK days and checking in Beyond Blue, all these things yeah. that are there. Yeah, if we're really trying to do it, especially fundraisers around Black Dog and, you know, they're all popping up. It's like, yeah, if we're really serious about this, let's fucking do it. Take yeah. the time. Take the time to do it. Because they do a lot of, like, I've done a bit of work with mates in construction mm-hmm. where um, well, they, they, do, they do the days where they come in on site and that's all you really hear about it. Like, it doesn't go any further. Mm. And, like, when you do go further, I've heard a few stories, people will go see them and they'll go a bit further. All they do is just, put you to someone else yep. or they just move they just like they're just the bridge way to someone else and then you go through all this whole other process yeah so you got like assist and connectors and stuff like yeah, that yeah so I feel like it's like you need that. to um, like we want to start doing more we need to, it needs to be actioned a bit differently because yeah. t- times have changed now you know like that's right so I reckon we need to update everything to times and that's it if we got a high, pre- high precision GPS on your diggers and dozers mm. and, <laughs> and things like that and you can track everybody's they movements. can drive themselves these days yeah <laughs> they can man the autonomous stuff bro that's pretty, that's pretty yeah, crazy. crazy bro. yeah man it's good you know especially you know, uranium mines and stuff like that that's pretty yeah. cool but uh, yeah you know if you can track everyone's movement um, you know right down to the toilet of how how long are they going to take a piss for mm. man, I think we can I think we can do better in their mental health space yeah definitely yeah so 100% yeah. Mm. opportunities man opportunities yeah. that, you know I'm pretty excited to kind of get involved in it'd be cool yeah. it'd be cool uh, especially if I go higher, I'll be um, I'd really make it a bit of a focus to um, like I say, happy mind, happy mind. Yeah, you're definitely on the right path to yeah, doing that for sure. I reckon so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in the shift, mm. when it was the moment that you uh, realised you're like, this like it just clicked for you like this is it's working. Ooh. Did you do the reconnection? Day before the shift started, or no. was it like a week or something into yeah, it? Yeah, I did about a couple of weeks first. Yeah, it was a couple yeah. of weeks first. And then Jacob's like, hey, you know, the shit, uh, the reconnection day is available for you guys. No, I think the first one wasn't free, but the second one was for us because we'd already, you know. Yeah, um, But yeah, I was just like, I just threw myself into it. Um, and I think having a bit of rapport with Jacob to start with, like, yeah, everyone was, a, at our group anyway, for the reconnection, everyone was like, well, what do we do? But with our rapport already through the shift, it was... Um, you know, he got me involved in doing a guided meditation to start with, and you know my pictures been getting recycled a lot. You know, as if you know, this big fucking chest blow, I put my hand on my chest and just fucking breaking down in front of nine, near nine strangers. Mm-hmm. It was just well, actually yourself and Keith as well. That's the first time I met you guys. So yeah. eleven strangers being so open and vulnerable. You know, it was powerful. Man. It was huge. I loved it. Like yeah. that. That I probably yeah that was the first couple of weeks reconnection day i dealt with yo we uh interrupt this uh, podcast for another amazing sponsor of the podcast this one is coming to you thankful for hartley health so mm-hmm. hartley health is a company that is just announcing themselves up in newcastle Newcastle, they, baby. Yeah, zero. They are pre-packaged meals that they are cooked and delivered in 24 hours. That is huge. Tahi's actually holding one of their amazing meals right now. Tahi, do you want to give it a little uh, 
little insight of I've what's got going a, on. A Mincy's salad here. Yep. It's bloody delicious. Bit of hummus on the top. Oofed. Bit of extra protein. Oofed. And my God, is it great. Oofed. So 90% whole food based. Jesus Christ. No gas or additives added. That's exactly no what farts, you want. baby. Let's go. Calorie and macro counted. So the uh, menu goes online at 9 a.m. today. From here, you can scan the barcode to view the ingredients in each dish as well. So the link that you have to go to is Hartley Health. That is spelled H-A-R-T-L-E-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H.com.au. Go over to their website and they have an offer for us. You are able to save $100 off your first four weeks when you enter your discount code Hartley100 at checkout. So the code is H-A-R-T-L-E-Y-100 at checkout. You save yourself $100 off your first four weeks of meals. That's insane. 100, baby. Yes, yes, yes. If you have any questions, make sure you just go over to their website and reach out. Um, so much love to Hartley Health. Thank you for sponsoring us. And uh, yeah. Thank you for feeding me, baby. Let's go back on Let's with the show. A few things at once. It was great, yeah. but didn't get to hone in on what I really wanted to. Maybe six weeks in when things started to cr- like just click, like, oh, yeah, I can, I can do this. Now this is better. Then I did another reconnection day when I solely focused on getting over what happened to me. Yep. And that would have been three or four days after we had a phone call and we ended and I did like a whole yep. cut off. Focus fully on me. Yep. And then that was fucking boom. And that was the second click, you know, second gear, just boom, here we go, second gear. Yeah. Then by the end of it, I'm still sort of cruising a bit and like, yeah, I'm feeling really good. And then... You know, a few weeks after, I'm like, whoa, I lost the structure. And I actually had two calls a week mm. and we're doing a lot of things. And then it sort of, because it wasn't there anymore. And I was like free to do what I wanted. Yeah. I was like, man, like, I'm a little lost. I'm a little lost here. Yeah. Mm. Fuck. And then I came and saw a few one-on-ones with Jacob. And then, yeah, then it was just like, mate, you know, I love the, I love the way, you know, you got to kind of see yourself and your higher self. But when you're so emotionally invested, you sort of can't. Yeah. So I use Jacob as my higher self to just go can do mate yeah. <laughs> he knows I can air league and kick the shit out of me and go like well, emotionally kick the shit out of me yeah I was going hang on yeah. <laughs> he was like wait I have to cut this <laughs> I'd not kick the nah. shit out of you if you nah. invest in a Polaris I will not maybe emotionally a little bit yes. but not physically <laughs> no, yeah. no 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 not at all because Max would beat the <laughs> shit out of me <laughs> yeah I would eat you I'm pretty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no so yeah I just bloody uh, I um, needed that kick in the ass really just go yeah. mate just wake up yourself in a way like it's there it's like it's right there you know it you know it's there. You acknowledge it. Mm. You just need someone to say it as well. My yeah. parents did it like a few weeks before as well. They got me to go, yeah, that's all right. And then Jacob was just like, yeah, they're right. And you're right too. Like just, mate, this is it. And then boom, just instant. And he's noticed too. Instantly yeah. my face changed. Mm. Just like, no, nah, here we go. Yeah. And now I'm, <clears throat> I'm kind of, yeah, this guy. Just Without, um, yeah, we won't speak about what we went through, oh, but... Um, how long ago was that? What, five weeks ago-ish? Yeah, five, six weeks, six weeks ago. ago yeah, that yeah. part. Um, is that the end of the shift, is it? No, no, no. This was just like a, a conversation we had literally in the office here like okay. six weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I ran into you that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you, it, when, you, um, when you got in here, you were like, this is what's going on. I felt like I've already dealt with this. Why the fuck is this still coming up? What the fuck is going on? Mm. And... Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't have wanted you to get this way. But as I said to Max, I was like, the way for you to transition into a place of, I can look back in this and be like, I'm so thankful for what I went through because I learned this, 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 and this. You have to go through this darkness. You can't just jump to that place and be like, oh, I'm happy now. 
because then you haven't faced what's actually fucking going on. Mm. So like I said to him, I was just like, hey, bro, you need to get angry about this. Yep. You need to fucking be pissed off about this. And you need to feel into this. And then we actually like looked at what happened instead of being like, oh, no, I don't want to think of it like that because I have X, Y, and Z beliefs about it. You were like, okay, let's actually look at what happened. And we went through it. And I knew as soon as you walked out to the car, it was just like, no, it's not, it's not happening anymore. And so like when, when you do get into that place of like, I want to transition and have a look at back over the past 12 months or something of, fuck, that was a lot of pain. That was this, that was that, but I'm very thankful for it. Mm. Yeah. You need to be like, you need to actually fucking get angry about it. Cause otherwise you're not processing it. You're not getting mm. into a place of like, okay, now I can sit back. Maybe what you can now and maybe reflect on the past six months and be like, this is what I've learned. Mm. And I'm thankful for, for that because now I can step into this of what's going on for me now. Exactly yeah. right, man. He, um, he rang me after that conversation. Oh, right. It didn't say what happened. He's just like, get ready for a new Max. Hung up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? He's <laughs> just like, yeah, get ready for a new Max. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then ever since that, like, it, like you're just a whole different person as well. Yeah, like, he didn't right. even tell me the conversation. And he's just like, yeah. you could just tell straight away from you, like the way you acted and the way you carried yourself was just Thanks, like, bro. right, he's here. And I was <laughs> like, this is probably, that's probably the same chat kind of that we had. Yeah. Where he's like, flicks you into this new gear. You think, oh, what else could this cunt do to me? Yeah. And then he has these chats with you and you're just like, where the fuck does he pull this from? You know, like yeah, it gets it gets to a point because as I always say to you guys, you guys are a direct reflection of what I'm doing for myself, right? Yeah. Like that's how I can give those types of conversations to you mm. guys. So it's like, like you guys are pretty much as close as you can get to me, unless you start fucking sleeping naked next to me, which I'll do that. positions I'm are available. They're that. available if you want this it. weekend, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got the weekend to myself, so. Let's do it. <laughs> Three. Yeah. Naked party, what's up? Canceling the wedding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you're right, bro. I, I appreciate, I really do appreciate that. Um, because, you know, in the famous word, you know, the, the words of famous Johnny Cash, man, you're my own personal <laughs> Jesus. Clip this. That's it, mate. Right. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're like a personal Jesus, bro. Like, you're yeah. Really, yeah, you've helped us out through a lot, and I'm um, truly, th truly, truly thankful, man. Like I said, like I appreciate you saying that's a different me. My parents said the same thing. You yeah, said, you know, you had this, you've got this light. When I was growing up, so you got this light about you, man, and like it attracts, it attracts a lot of people. Mm. And when they told me that, I was like, at the time, I was like, oh, well, I had you know, building my self worth, but it wasn't that high. And I was like, oh, fucking whatever. No, I don't have that. I don't have that light. What are you talking about? Yeah. And they're like, no, no you had this natural light that attracted people to you. And dad said to me, he's like, if I was your age, I would want to be your friend. Like yeah. that's, yeah. that's, and I'm like, fuck, that's your dad telling you that. So yeah. it's pretty powerful. That's cool, yeah. And then, um, and then they said during that time that I was, you know, during a certain time, I was, uh, my light was dimmed. It was dimming. Yeah. And they didn't like that. They're like, this isn't our maxi. This isn't the real max. This is not good. And then when everything sort of happened, and went out and, even when I had a similar conversation with mum and dad, like dad saw the same thing. He's like, as soon as I told him, he gave me that hard truth. He's just like, switched on that light again. He goes, it's coming brighter again. Now I feel, I feel it myself. Yep. A bit more self-worth, man. Mm. Like, like you say, you need to be uncon unconditionally in love with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And that's not, oh, I'm fucking up myself. No, it's not. The best thing, it's just this air of confidence with no ego. Yeah. Mm. You know, you know it's funny enough, I was talking to mum the other day, well, today even, and, you know, so I don't have... You know, I was kind of telling her about a bit of the reconnection that I, the facilitating I did, and so you know, I was really, really nice to hear the work I've done is being validated in that I'm confident, mm. but it's not arrogance. Yeah, it's, it, and there's no, there's not much ego. She goes, "Oh, you still have an ego." I was like, "I did. I had a really bad ego, 
that I thought was better than it was. Yeah, but that's dead. Dead and gone. Now it's a new one. It's a mm. nice one. It's a cuddly one. Come give me a cuddle. <laughs> Come give me a cuddle, baby. Yeah. Give me the cuddles. <laughs> Love cuddles. Yeah, no, it's definitely cool, like, the way Jacob has taught us and, like, showed us the tools of, like, looking at something that we've been through instead of being a negative light, mm. like, switching that to be a positive. Because when I went through the stuff, I was like, oh, he's like, fuck that person. They did this to me. Fuck that. And then he, he like, taught me to re- reflect that, to be, be grateful for what you went through. And look at it in a different light. Yeah. And yeah, like learning that from him is just like that's been it's helped so much of so many different situations. So like now when I do feel these things, it's like oh that person's obviously done this for this reason. And mm-hmm. I do do a, like with the last weekend with the ego check, he hit me pretty hard, and I was just like yeah, like last week, like fucking very hard. I hit him. Yeah. Like we did did a podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, certain pieces. It was like, yep, it's definitely there. And he jumped onto the call. He, he told me he was going to be late, which is completely fine. But um, yeah, jumped on what, like five, 10 minutes late. 10 minutes just late, Just yeah. eating food. And like, and the other guy on the call is like, oh, Tahi, how are you, mate? He's like, yeah, good. Like, that was it. Like, very short, sharp. And then um, I, I said something. Said to, so, I said go. something to me. I said something about like, oh, mate, hey, like, mm. check this before we start this call. Check it. And he goes, yeah, it's always me, never you. Soon he as he said that, boom. and I was just like, removed from the call, do not fucking come back. Ooh. And that was it. Yeah. And then I rang him after. But that that's the thing about, like, I know him better than the backside of, you know, backside of my hand. I was about to say something else, and I can't say <laughs> it on this podcast. Um, backside of my hand. And the Thank thing God is. Not the front side. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, <laughs> I can't do that. I have to get really close. Anyway, um, with, with Tahi, it's just like, sometimes words won't get through to him. Same as me. Mm. Sometimes words won't go through to me until the action happens and I go, oh, fuck. Learn the hard way. Well, it's, to put uh, it that way, yeah, yeah that's definitely. and that's the way. And then look what's happened now. The, a day later, he was just like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to set an alarm. Make sure I'm checking this. Make sure I'm checking that. Because mm. that's the thing with the ego. It doesn't want you to leave your ego. You want to mm. stay in that place because it's comfort. It's good. It feels great. It feels confident. You feel like the man. You feel like, yes, this is me. That's the feeling that you want, but you also need to be able to be that heart-centered person to be like, okay, man, like no one really wants to fucking keep hearing about your ego shit. Let's just, yeah. let's check it and let's bring it back down. Mm. Still be confident, still be driven, still be that man, mm. but you don't have to be that cocky dude. And that's yeah. what he's done. And then yeah. the next day we f- went down and filmed with Simi. Yeah, yeah sure. We we're fucking shitting ourselves. So that's probably why we were a bit, a bit tame, yeah. but the way, was, that, yeah. way that he led the podcast, the way that he was conversing with him, That's the cool. way that he was letting Simi talk and then being like, yeah, cool, I can I can relate to that. This is what's happened to me. Yeah. Simi appreciated it. Like that's that's what I, like I said to him, that's the type of ego we want. Mm. That there, it's still, yeah. it's still there. It's still confident. I'm strong in what I'm saying, but not like, like the way that you're sitting now, right? Open, aggressive, let's have a conversation. Whereas the other one, it was like, I was, I was like, I was talking like this. Out, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. the difference. Yep. So, um, yeah. yeah, like, so I just and he literally knows went that. home. He like he cut me off, and I was just like, okay. Ouch. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'll just leave it. I'll let him. I was like, I just said to him, message me when you finish, because I was still pretty hot in my ego, and I was like, mm. what did I actually say? Because I was like, I couldn't regulate what I really said. And then when he went through it all with me, I was like, ah, oh, okay. And then I sat up all night, didn't sleep. Yeah, Woke up right. in the morning and then I just like had all the, went through everything I could find to like check my ego. Yep. So like one of them was like set an alarm. I thought it, I set it for every two hours to go off and be like, but I just set it for 12 p.m. Yeah, okay. And then so an alarm will go off saying check your ego and then when I click into it, it'll have like the things I need to check. Yeah. And I'll just go through that. Well, I didn't do it then because we're in a podcast, but mm. um, 
yeah, and that's what I do. So now every night I've just been checking my ego, making yeah. sure, like writing down when I feel like my ego did come out. Yep. And then like straight away the next day after when we went to the podcast with Simi, there was moments where I wanted to say things. Yeah. And I was like, no, don't just like just come yeah. back down. Yeah. But before I was just like a coping thing for me when I'm feeling pressured or anything, I'll just fucking just say it to mm. make myself feel like put my walls up kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so then now it's just like just finding that like yeah, level like just coming back down again and yeah, that, like I've always said to you, bro. The reason why, and this isn't just for you; it's for everyone. This is the reason why our egos come out mm. is because we don't want people to see what the fuck is going on deep within us. Yeah, like that's the reason why massively. That's why our egos come out. It's protection. It's mm. like wall here. Mm. You're not fucking coming in that close. It's like say if say if um yeah someone was getting really really close to you, you'd be like. Here oh it yeah. is. I've got yeah. the Great Wall of China around me, baby. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean, right? So <laughs> keeping the rabbits out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rabbits. Not, and I'm the guy that just fucking jumps the wall 24/7, being like, yeah, he's not right. today, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not today, Buzz. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I've no, like, I actually did realize when I, uh, when I'm not doing as much inner work, that's when the ego comes up mm. heaps. Mm. And then I realized when after the that call, I sat down and I was like, "When have I done this?" And I was like, "I haven't done it in two weeks." When have I done this? I haven't done this in a while. Mm. So well, and that's that's the thing about so with the shift, right? The shift is a massive foundational piece. So it's like if you guys aren't doing it, I'll be up your ass. Yeah. Hey, come yeah. on, come on, come on! But as you've seen, doing kings, I will implement something for you. Do it if you want. Yeah. If you don't, it's up to you. Yeah. Wow. And then you can start to see and go and like, okay, hang on. Jacob's asked us to do this and I've maybe only done it once or twice. Yeah. Which is what Ma- happened. Yeah. It's happened yeah. like last week. Like he maybe doing this thing in the Kings. Yep. And I did it once. And then um, I think I said to you today, I didn't know. Yes, I said to him, I was like, I've done it. I haven't been doing it at all. And he's just like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, so like uh, you're starting Kings tonight. Yeah. So like you'll see, like I'll implement these things for you guys. But he won't follow you up. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you know, in shift where you like, if you didn't, do, he'd be on you. You'd be yeah. like, you didn't fucking do this. That's accountability, man. Yeah, so yeah, now, yeah. now it's like on yourself to be yeah. accountable. So well, that's yeah, it's a big thing. Funnily enough, moving to yeah. Ravensworth, their leadership team have seven sort of lessons, and one of them is accountability. Yeah. Another one's moral courage. Which yeah. are I they like the ones to do the golden rules? Golden rules. H- is it Glen Cole that do the golden rules or something? Oh no, we don't. We we have safe coal oh, rules okay. and we have things like that. But yeah, no, they, these are like a separate sort of things for yeah. Ravensworth the leadership team, and they're oh, like okay. you know got seven things, and uh, one of them yeah is, is accountability, yeah, like being held accountable for yourself, like being accountable of your own job, your own mm. task, and then holding others accountable. You know, which I have to do. So fuck man, I hope my crew hold me accountable for mm, for, yeah. for things I like. So I'm pretty junior, pretty junior as a supervisor, qualified, yeah, but junior. Yeah, there's gonna be things I'll miss. I get checked all the time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I have guys with 30, 40 years experience going, oi, dickhead, you fucked this up. Yeah, of course I did. Sorry. Mm. That's my fault. Mm. Excuse is that, Mm. you know, I don't know. I didn't know that, but now I do. Thank you. But that's that's one of the biggest reasons why as well, why for me, I'll speak for me, for example, why I implement that stuff in Kings is because I implement for you. Cool. Have a choice. Do it or not. Right. Comes to say two weeks later and like Tahi might say to me, I feel like, you know, like I'm not getting much out of Kings. Okay. Come back to your accountability. Have you done this? Oh, nah, not really. Out, out of 10, what's your levels of commitment? Oh, maybe a five. Okay, cool. So is it you're not getting much out of Kings from my end or is it you're not getting much out of Kings on your end? Yeah. Which one is it? That's yeah. where I've picked up on it. Yeah. Well, I, never, I haven't said that, but like I've, even myself, I've like, I've sounds going on like I'm not. Then I sat down and I realized I've been doing everything and that's why you will see the ego come out or you see me put my walls up in situations. It's just like, I'm not ready to yeah. let people in or yeah. anything in and then I'm just going to do this and then I'll let, always let the outside noise affect the inside. So yep. it's just like doing the podcast, like yep. 
going like work is still working doing construction and then doing everything else going to the gym trying to get up at 3am and do ice baths and do everything mm. i always just had heaps of shit going on the outside and i wasn't doing the inner work yeah mm. and then that's where i've sat back now and i was like all right just back back on track let's get back into the, doing the inner work everything else will just flow so you'll, you'll yeah. see you'll see tonight tonight it's it's a different um a different type of energy when you step into when you step into Kings, like I said, shift, it's just like, I'll tell you to do it. And if you don't do it, I'll be fucking right up your ass driving you towards doing it. Cause sometimes you need that fucking kickstart to really transition yeah. into it. But now that you yeah. guys have done the shift and that's by the way, that's the only way we can do Kings is if you've done the shift, mm. I'm not taking anyone else on into Kings that haven't done the shift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like you've done the shift and then when you step into Kings, it's just like, you have so much more, like, as you know, different type of content, it's completely different, mm. but it's completely up to you on what you do outside of the call because it's only yeah. one call per week now. It's only yeah. one. It's a longer call, but it's only one. And it's completely up to you guys on what you want to do. And like, it's easy at the start. As you know, like oh, the first- I say easy. Like there's some of those questions, I still remember some of the conversations, or maybe because I was going through a bit of stuff when I did start Kings, but I remember some of the questions you asked were pretty like hit pretty oh, hard. Oh yeah, no, like no, no. I meant, sorry. Like it's easy to push yourself outside oh, of the yeah, call Oh yeah, to yeah, do yeah it. definitely it is. Yeah. It's easier to push yourself outside of the calls. But then when you get to say like month two, month three, then it's like, okay, I've seen myself drop off. So yeah. it's just a massive check of being like, am I willing to actually give my all into this? Yeah. Or is it like, eh, I'll just meter on by. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, I can't do that. I'm going yeah. to have to balance a few things, but. You'll, you'll fi you figured it out pretty quickly. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. No, it's definitely. Um, I can't wait. It's gonna yeah. be sick. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, well, I don't, what month am I in? You're up to month seven. Fuck, you're close, bro. It's you just, I, honestly, I've, I'm in a. We I, go. We go. We don't have, I don't have courses set anymore. It's just like I just keep going with them. They just keep coming out. He's just like, well, we got this starting this week, and I'm like, all right, let's <laughs> keep going, brother. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, we go away for Kings. What two weeks? Yeah, fifteen. That's what we do at the end of Kings as well. We go on oh, like yeah. a six day retreat. Fuck yeah. Just reflect on our whole journey, what we've done thus far. Yeah. yeah celebrate yeah. everything. We're going on, going up to Byron. Yeah. Oh, yes, six go. days. We're yeah, gonna go um, well. get Chris Hemsworth on the potty. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> 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 you guys, we I said from now on, I should dress up. We should dress up as um the people that we get on the guests yeah. about what they do. Yeah, and he's just like, you should dress up as Thor. And I was like, well, wait, one second. I said, you should dress up as Thor. I was a fat Thor. Yeah, the tracksuit, yeah. big beard, yeah. just a fat yeah. Thor. And, and then I, uh, I'm gonna be Korg, <laughs> the, the, the Maori yeah, the rock. And oh, I said, dog's dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. and he just started cracking up laughing. I was like, "Bro, that's 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 it." I was like, oh, "We get him. We are doing it." Hundred percent. That's awesome. Yeah, that so yeah. funny. Yeah. So he would have to dress up. All I'd have to do is put a trackie on. Would be sweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bit of long hair. Yeah, that's it. I'm good. If, yeah. you, if you do get hold of Chris, just tell him. I did challenge him like a uh, like a couple months ago. When I was in Lennox, man, I was the biggest man in Lennox. So where are you, bro? Did you? <laughs> yeah, you check me Insta. Everyone check me Insta. There's um, yeah, there's a nice photo of me, and my budgies. Yeah, isn't Thanks. there one just completely naked yeah, on there, there too? Yeah, yeah, so go check that. I check that one too. I check yeah. that every week. Yeah, that's a good one. Goals. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I've done that. And I said, yeah, big. Uh, what I say? Where are you, Chris Hemsworth? The better brother. The better brother. The bigger brother. The bigger brother. So, yeah, hey, I'll fun. take Liam. Yeah, I'll, take I'll take Liam. <laughs> I'll take that the other one that's not an actor. Yeah, yeah he is actually an actor, but uh, not shit. No one say shit. We're not <laughs> be shit calling you out, bro. He's just not, not as good as the others, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's probably. Is, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to yeah, cut no this conversation anyway. out because I'm getting myself in trouble. Here you go. Here you go. Back down. Back down. Um, all right. So we're getting. Yeah. What, um, what else you got? If <laughs> someone is sitting at home right now, what would you say to them to be able to get them to reconnection days? 
to get to a reconnection day. Yeah, so someone's sitting at home and they're just thinking, like, not sure what to do, or they are a bit yep. nervous. Like, yep. what's your advice yep. for them? For one, follow Polaris page and you sit and yourself to A and then me and Acacia and see, like, visual, like, actually see what we do. Yeah. Like, you know, look at it, see if it's right for you. But I'd say just commit, you know, just, yeah. just bite the bullet. Mm. I know it's a very hard thing to do to actually just, you know, go, yeah, I'm going to do this and commit it. But, Think about how many impulse buys that person or you do in a fucking like impulse shopping. Yeah. I'll buy vape or go beer or I do all these things that may be unresourceful. You know, I'm going to go and shop and spend 200 bucks on something that I probably shouldn't. Yeah. You know, or subscribe to another OnlyFans chick. <laughs> you know, or an OnlyFans go, no. <laughs> I don't have one yet. Yeah, like, um, you know, you spend money on bullshit sometimes. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah, retail therapy is all right. I mean, I'll do it. I love it. Yeah. But um, why not invest the money in something that's going to be so beneficial? Mm. You know, bite the bullet and just have a crack because yeah. putting yourself out in that situation, that uncomfortability, that fine line, you know, you're stepping that fine line between order and chaos. You're going into, you've got order, but going to that chaos, you know, the yin and yang, jump into that chaos and fucking see how much you grow because you do. Yeah. It's just the next level. You may feel all this weight, like we, we've all gone through it. You feel this weight on you with all the shit that's going on in your life, no matter what it is. It's just, you feel so liberated after. Like, and it's not us getting told. You don't have to express if you don't want to. No. You don't have to talk about anything that you do. You you don't, you're not sitting in a circle singing Kumbaya mm. and telling everybody what you've gone through and how you feel and all mm. that shit. No, no, no. It's all about, hey, here's your technique. I want you to think of this and you're dealing with it in your own mindset in your own psyche in your own mind you're Like, oh, when you're laying there with your eyes shut or whatever you're doing whatever we do you're doing it yourself mm. so, you know, so you're not having to express to anybody but yeah. you're expressing to yourself and confronting the shit that you got there and then at the end of the day when you do that breath work that hard DMT experience you don't actually do DMT guys but unfortunately no not yet <laughs> you do yeah, yeah. you are um, not if Tahi takes over <laughs> <laughs> LSD incoming <laughs> Yeah, no, it's more. Um, yeah, you <laughs> it's do. Discount code. <laughs> <laughs> well, once we go do, Tahi and I are planning on doing ayahuasca very, very soon. So yeah, once we do that, we might uh, start implementing fucking some LSD and. Is that Ellie Miles? Get, is, uh, get, get yeah, bro. That oh, was yeah. a sick podcast. Yeah, man. man. She was good. Yeah, yeah, that was actually very, very good to hear about that. Um, yeah, like I say, like, you know, you just, once you, once you do that final, final breath work and that last stage of the day when you've been so you just being vulnerable with yourself. Fuck, mate. You come out, uh, like me, 110 kilos, and I came out feeling like 20. Yeah. You just feel Amazing, so yeah. light and liberated. Yeah. Like, especially my last one that I did. I don't know if it was the last one I did myself. Mm. Man, you, you saw the instant change, man. I fucking screamed and cried and did everything, but then when I stood up and I sobbed again, my mate, everything went out. My favourite favorite photo is that you and I yeah, we're, we're down in the same level. We just cuddle, and I was yeah. like, "That's that was it." Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you know that. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. Go on the Insta, look at that, mm. and know that you can do it too. You can yeah. fucking do it too, man. You can feel fucking good about yourself because you deserve it. You deserve mm. to feel good. You are worthy. Mm. You're fucking mm. a beautiful soul. No matter yeah. who you are. Well, maybe some people in history, maybe not, but yeah. <laughs> but you know, like you are a beautiful soul, and you deserve the best in your life. Yeah. So fuck, you know, why not do the work? Do the work for it. I know it's hard. I know it's scary. I know it's fucking shit. Been there. 
but I've done it. Yeah. And look at me now, I'm feeling fucking incredible. Yeah. Everything's kind of falling into place because I've done the hard work and I'm ready for my next chapter. Yeah, it's like you're saying too, like how people people feel more obliged to buy, like, spend their money on the shit than they are to do something that's a, yeah. a personal growth thing. Yeah. So it's like, one, talking about the bags, you know, people rather spend money on that, which will like will give them a high for bloody few hours. Mm. But then you go do this course, that could give you the high for the rest of your life. Bloody you know? and mm. People just, like, without a day and age, people just aren't seeing... That difference They're not It's like It's because it's that Instant gratification yeah. That people are chasing That instant mm. Instant gratification Like you say yeah, You get on the bags You feel good The next day You feel like Absolute fucking shit mm. Yeah You know from, from what I've heard And then we are You know But if you do something Where you're going to feel Fucking so much better Like mm. you delay your gratification Like the boy Jordan Peterson says you got the Delayed gratification If you can Learn to do that Fuck it's just unreal mm. You know yeah. Doing that hard work which I'll put a little shameless plug on my mate. One of my, one of my really good mates, Rob Allen, is a strength coach and powerlifting coach. Fucking really, really lovely guy. Yeah. His business is called Persist. And his slogan is strength through persistence. Mm. And that those three words fucking resonated with me by obviously one in powerlifting. Mm. Shit, yeah. Like, you know, you persistently train, you're going to gain some fucking strength. Yeah. But... Going through this journey and applying that, yeah, those three words apply everywhere. Yeah. If you persistently continue to fucking work on yourself, you build that strength. Yeah. yeah. Strength through persistence. That shit, like, that's just a good summation. Yeah. I love it. That's what I've um, been, like, turning mental health, saying mental health, instead of saying mental health, say mental fitness. I've been yeah. preaching it a little bit now. True. It's just like, because it's like exactly like training, you know, like yeah. you do something, like you, you lift 100 kilos and you just keep training at that. To be able to get better at it, so the harder shit, make the heavier shit to be easier. Yeah. It's the same as mental health stuff. You just keep doing the same things over and over. Yeah. Keep journaling, keep meditating, keep doing all the work on yourself to make it easier. You know what that's I mean? So you still have those same problems. It's still 100 kilos, but you're moving it a lot easier. Mm. Yeah. That's right. You know, that's where you yeah, do heavier. Yeah. And your 100 kilos turns into 400. <laughs> yeah, 400 <laughs> turns into houses. <laughs> Max is over here bench pressing the houses. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I remember watching you We're having lunch And we're watching your videos yeah. like they had you up And they're like Yeah he's just lifting 400 some kilos And I was like Fucking what <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah That's him Yeah, yeah. Well, That's it man it's, yeah. Yeah, it's been good Yeah, yeah Sweet Strength through <coughs> persistence Alright man um, Thank you for coming on no, It's been a fucking pleasure Thank you for having me been very awesome. good. Hope I presented a uh, Strong king like figure To everyone and oh, out there You definitely and, have you know, Yeah it's been Are um, you going to do a little Shout out on your shirt there Or Yes, Britney Spears, mate. You are probably one of the greatest um, fighters. You know, she was she's had to face face adversity. She still came through. You know, she battled real hard with her with her issues. Yeah. You know, um, with the shaved head and you know the exploitation, Everything the control else. Mm. Yeah. that she had, and then she broke it. Like you know, that's probably a physical manifestation of all the shit that's going on in her life. Um, but yeah, you know, Britney is my spirit animal. You know, love it. Love, love that day. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, sorry, that's good. All right, well, uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Um, sorry if you do hear a bit of noise in the background. There's the boat. Yeah, I just had the headphones on. You probably hear it the last 10 minutes, but it's not, not yeah, too bad. So, yeah. But yeah, thank you for listening. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, and subscribe and like. Yeah, oh. buddy. Yeah, buddy. Shout outs. Yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, oh, Cheers. quick one. Where can uh, people find you on socials? Um, <clears throat> you can find me on Instagram as Max Power. So it's Max. Full stop, two underscores, full stop, power. Because, yeah, I couldn't just get max power. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll repeat that nice and slow, max, full stop, 
two underscores, full stop, power. Beautiful. Nice. If not, I'm tagged in all the stuff on, yeah. on yeah. you guys. So, yep. yeah, it's, um, yeah, follow that. And follow Saltwater Sundays as well. We yes. like to jump down to Merriweather Baths every yeah. Sunday and jump in the water for the sunrise. That's yep. been good fun. Yep. You know, you kind of express your gratitude, do a quick breath work, and you watch the sunrise over the horizon, those beautiful coal ships. So, yeah. Yeah, nice. Love it. Right. Yeah, too easy. Thanks for Also, follow us. Follow yeah. the boys. Yeah. For the boys. Fucking yeah. like the podcast, people. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. many people tag us and shit. Just fucking like uh, it. Actually, by the way, uh, thank you to... I don't know why I looked at that camera and can't see me. No. Uh, thank you to all the support over the last three slash podcast, four podcasts. Yeah, it's, it's been, been fucking huge. wild. Yeah. So, um, yeah, keep uh, keep pushing what we're doing because the uh, the numbers that we're getting, we're nearly in the top 200 podcasts of Australia. So yeah, if we keep pushing it, um, Spotify or YouTube, whatever it is, just keep pushing it because it's um, yeah. we're slowly getting there. So thank you to everyone and all your support. It greatly means yeah. a lot. Sweet. All right. Thank you for listening and watching and peace. Peace. Days later.